Junkie Live Showdown. I'm Jamie Black. And I'm Angela DeMarco. And this is where you can laugh, cry, learn, and grow with some of the icky, lousy, junky life choices we've made. And we've all made them. Yes, we have made them, Jamie Black. How are you today? I'm good. Yeah? I'm playing words with friends right now. Yeah? Yeah. And are you? does that mean you're not going to concentrate on our podcast of right now? Of course I'm going to concentrate you on the podcast. Concentrate. But I, you know I have to get the badge for this for this week. Okay. I've never played Word with Friends. so Why? Because I, I, um, I have other things that I've got going <laughs> on right now. Whatever. And I don't need to be distracted by a game. <clears throat> Jamie, because I would get distracted by games. Believe me. It's such a good game, though. And that's exactly why I should steer clear of it. Because I would be distracted, and I can't be distracted right now. Okay. Too much going on. Look, I just played a word, 29 points. Wow. And I think that gave me my badge. Look at that. Finally. I was trying to get the badge. They keep increasing the amount of points I need to get to get my badge. That's right. So I have to play <laughs> a lot more people uh-huh. in order to get my badge. Yeah, see, I got the badge. Nice. Congratulations. Thanks. All right, maybe we should get on with the podcast, Jamie. We've been doing the podcast. I'm going to be I'm going to start getting irritated with Jamie Black. You guys might hear us start arguing in 2 seconds. I'm just kidding. <laughs> what if we did argue? Wouldn't that be fun? It would be fun. You know, it was funny because I I posted something on um Facebook about letting someone go and um Don't let me go. Not you, but I had said no. something about letting go because you know, sometimes you have to let go of a person because you're hurting yourself hanging on to someone who doesn't care. And I was referring to, you know who I was talking about. I know who you're talking about. And I dropped him as a friend from Facebook because I'm like, I just, I can't be, I can't be like tempted to even look him up. You know, the energy is just, it's too much energy that I'm expounding. So, um, so someone had said, oh, you know, that really sucks, doesn't it? I'm like, yeah, especially when you kind of considered them your best friend. Mm -hmm. And, um, Someone t- someone sent me a message not long after that, and they're like, oh, my God, I hope everything's okay. You're not talking about Jamie, are you? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> because I really love your podcast. Oh, and that's I, nice. And, you know, you guys just seem like you get along so well, and I just ho- would never want to well, see anything happen to you. And I was like, no, oh, no, no, nothing would ever happen between Jamie and I. No. That's that's if, ridiculous. If we fought, we would make up. Yeah, I don't even think we've ever fought. No, we've never fought. Yeah. What's there to fight about? I don't know, but I mean, it would be funny if we just fought on this podcast <laughs> and like over words over friends. We've never uh, fought, and if that was the fight we have in our because entire... I, I mean, how long have friends? we been friends? Um, a long time. A long time, yeah. I can't think about it. I can't even remember now. It's been, it's in, been in the probably, 2000s. Yeah, it's, but, it's had to have been like 10 years, maybe? 10? Mm, could be 10 years, yeah. I think it could be close to 10 years. Yeah, because I think, and I was married 10 years ago. And you were married when I met you. Okay, well then, yeah, it was probably 10 years Yeah, so, interesting. Interesting, Jamie Black. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. So, um, I got an interesting message from somebody who wants us to talk about what they do. So... This person happens to be a commitment phobe. Mm. I like to get involved with married men, men who have girlfriends, etc. So I don't have to commit. Homewrecker is what I think I'm called. (laughs) Um. So Mm. I thought we could talk about that because 
you know, that's a interesting choice. It is. It is. Um, yeah, and it comes with a lot of drama. <laughs> it has to. There's drama built into that. If you're seeing somebody that is married or has a girlfriend, there is going to be drama. Oh my God! Yeah, and you know. So do you think maybe they're 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 addicted to drama rather than being a commitment phobe? Well, I don't know if they're a commitment phobe. Well, I mean, I don't know because here's here's the thing, and I will say this: um, I tend, and it's funny. I think we we tend to attract what we are. Does that make sense? Um, I have a feeling that this person might be just based maybe on their past. And this is just me. Like, I know for me, uh, my sister and I were just talking about this. I have a tendency to attract males who are emotionally unavailable. Oh, like, yeah. men who are emotionally unavailable, who are like, you know what, I really dig you. I'm just but, not ready. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like that. And I, I'm fine with it because I think... And, you know, my sister's like, why is that? Why are you always attracting these guys that are like... And I, I have... Ab- and then it's it funny weird? because at the same time, I will have... Usually when I find guys like that, I will have like two or three guys who would like marry me tomorrow. Mm-hmm. That I'm like, yeah, I'm not really interested <laughs> in you. Right. But, you know, and I finally said to my sister the other day, I said, you know, Gina, I, I said, I think it's because I am also emotionally unavailable at this oh, time. Oh, are you? I think I am. And okay. I, you know, and I find myself like, because I'm in a very strange spot in my life. Like I, it's like I want to be in a relationship, but I kind of like being single and I don't really want to. It's nice. It is, isn't it? Like it? I don't want to have to say that I can't go, you know, I don't want to have to like talk to somebody every day or explain to them where I'm going. Yeah, you it's know, nice I don't want to have not, to make plans to all the time or on spend, other people. Spend money. Right? Uh, like, you know, I don't. I don't care have about to come money. out with with plans to for this weekend. Uh, oh, where we're we gonna go? I don't know. I don't. Yeah, care. and then I feel guilty <laughs> if it's like I don't want to make plans. Like, do I really have to spend time with you right now? You know, like I, right. you know, it's like I I don't know. I don't really want to spend time with anybody. Is that okay? Can't I just see you next week? You know, and it, it's like I feel like if you're in a committed relationship, it's like now you got to focus on. All right, we gotta. You gotta I do gotta stuff. at least see you a couple times a week. All right, um, and it's like, so I think for me, I tend to get involved with people who are also like I'm drawing attention. The people that are like me, I'm attracting, mm-hmm. and I feel like um, so. You know, if this person who wrote in is a commitment phobe, yeah. Well, clearly she's dating and finding commitment phobes because mm-hmm. these people are supposedly committed, but yet not. Right. <laughs> you know? Well, right. Because, I mean, if they're married and they have if girlfriends they're and they're, they're totally looking for others, them, then they're clearly they're not, committed. not committed either. So right. um, you're they're kind of um, attracting the, the people that they are. So I wonder, and, it, you know, it's really weird, though, because people do tend to t- attract the same type of people. Mm-hmm. All the time, mm-hmm. and it's not like you—it's not like you have a billboard that says, "Hey, I'm looking for somebody who's already in a relationship," right? Or I'm, I'm looking, looking for, for someone crazy, or I'm looking for somebody <laughs> who's emotionally unavailable, right? You know, it's not like you do that, but somehow you tend to attract this. It's—it's it's like a, a woman who's abused tends to attract another abuser. Mm-hmm. How is that? And, and you would think. 
that that you know she'd be on red alert if she's been in one abusive relationship mm-hmm. and would never get it with another abuser, but somehow it always happens. Yeah, it's very weird. It is. And I wonder if I attract people who. What if I attract people who aren't able to really commit? Why would you say that you aren't available or you aren't? No, I am ready to commit. No, I am. I'm saying I'm attracting people because they seem to attract the same type of people. People who I really like. They seem to like me, but they don't actually. They're not committed. Yeah. They don't like. They don't love me the way I love them. Right. Like, like we, we talked about in the, the last, last one, right? Last week's podcast. Yeah, we don't. Yeah. Well, I don't love you the way you, you love, love me. me. That's going to be the new song that I write. It is, and you know, I agree. And I, you know, it's funny because I, I totally know why I probably don't get the the relationship that I think I want and it's because I because of past relationships and um you know just people making me feel like I'm not worth you know this the last thing like I was talking to a good friend of mine and he was just making sure I was okay he's like are you okay because he knows this person that I just dropped off the face of the earth and Mm -hmm. um he's friends with him and he's like but he's friends with me still too and he's like hey you know are you okay and I was like you know what I said I just I have never felt more devalued as a human being as I do after that relationship. Mm-hmm. And so it has closed me. And, you know, it didn't help that the relationship before that did the same exact thing. Right. And I was like, so now I'm so closed off emotionally that I come across as hard or mm. that, like, my heart is hardened. Right. And I think people are more receptive to open hearts and stuff. And it's not like... It's not like I don't True. have an open heart. Like, I swear, if someone ever got into my heart, you know, Jamie, I'm like the most loyal, oh, yeah. loving human. But well, it's, it's like... because you're a Cubs fan. <laughs> yeah. I'm telling you, if you date a Cubs fan, you've got a loyal individual. Yeah, I know. I just... But, you know, I tend to probably attract the person who's not looking for the person who's going to fall in love with them. Because they're kind of, you know, they're unavailable. So yeah. they don't want the girl that's going to be like, oh, I love you so much after two days. Oh, God. You know what I mean? That would be annoying. However, I don't know any, it's not, so I don't not know serving me. guys who date women like that. I don't know how they do it. I mean, do they have do they have earplugs? And because I couldn't hear that all the time. Mm-hmm. That kind of, oh, oh, my God, he's so wonderful. <sighs> yeah. Would irritate me. Some guys like it, though. I know. You know. I guess they need it. Maybe they need their ego stroke. Yeah. I don't. Right. I just need you to love me. <laughs> I That's love all. you. I love you. I know. I know, but we can't get married. I know. People wish we would get married. I know. Do you know that? <laughs> I know. People wish we were getting married. But we're not. It's unfortunate. But we're still engaged. We're still fake engaged. We are fake. You're my fake auntie. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And maybe it's because I know that you're emotionally unavailable to me. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we stay engaged to keep other people away, too. (laughs) Like, you know, it's like, yeah, I don't really want to be bothered. Like, I think our marriage would totally work because I'm kind of commitment phobic, but like you and I, so we always know that, like, at least we're, right. Too. So, and I'm a Cubs Cubs fan. fan. So, you know, you have a loyal person. Exactly. For life. For life. Like, I know that you'd be true for life. But, like, things went bad. I would still be there. You would still be there. I know. That's how I am. 
But actually so, yeah. not because I don't settle anymore. So if things go bad, I'm pretty much like, uh, yeah, we're done. Really? We're done here. Yeah. Why? Why Unless wouldn't you? Unless we can work why on would, it. If you're in a committed relationship. Oh, well, if I'm, Jamie, you know how or, long it's been. Are you just talking about dating Jamie, somebody? do you know how long it's been since I've been in a committed <laughs> relationship? Because I'm commitment phobe. It, but is that at why... At some point, I'm going to get over this hump, though. I will. But, I mean, were you talking about just dating somebody and, and it going wrong or being in a committed relationship and something oh, no. goes if wrong Oh, no. If I'm in a committed you... relationship and something goes wrong, then you work on it. Okay. All right. Well, you that's what, I, mean? what I, I just want you to clarify. But that. if I'm, like, kind of dating somebody and I already know, like, yeah. Oh, if we're yeah. already having problems about this, we're done. I'm just done with you. Yeah. Well, I got, I'm too old to waste my time. On something that I know is not going to work. Exactly. There, uh, you, you know, yeah, I don't have enough time. Yeah. I, I'm old. Exactly. We talked about that in the last... In the last one, too. Week, too. But I mean... But I'm not before, Like, I remember my friend... Um, <laughs> she's going to kill me. Are you going to okay. say her name? Why would you say I'm her name? I'm not going to say her name, but she's going to kill me when I bring up this story. So we used to work together, and um, she had, uh, like, a thing, a crush, a thing... It, well, she wasn't having an affair, but I mean, it might as well have been, but with our manager. And <laughs> so, and he just like blushed every time he saw her and she was totally into him probably because he was married and mm. she's just like me, like a little commitment phobe, right? Yeah. Always getting involved with someone you can't have and then crying. Like, I'm always like, I get involved with people I can't have and then I cry about it. Like, why are you always a little more? Because you keep getting involved with men you can't have, Angela. Exactly. Once you find someone you want and can have at the same time. Yeah. So um, she had this thing going with him and I was, I was the head bartender at the time and I did inventory with this particular gentleman every single week right Mm -hmm. so we spent a lot of time together because I was like head bartender I'm like doing the orders we had a talk because he was the bar manager like we were constantly together and his wife thought it was me that he was (laughs) around with (laughs) I was so angry I'm like this woman this man's wife Hates my guts. Right. Like, you should see her when she comes in. And I used to yell at my friend all the time. I'm like, this wife comes in here and stares me down all the time. And it's you. And it's you. And it's not even me. You bitch. Oh, my oh, that's God. That's funny. I don't know why you just didn't tell it. Look, nothing is going on. Yeah. I am the bar. I Like, I work with him. I have to work with him to order shit. Like, come on now. That's so funny. Unreal. But, like. But all the time, you know, and I and, and she does it too. Like she and I are two like peas in a pod when it comes to relationships. I mean, we do the same things all the time. Hmm. And I think it's because of past hurt that we get involved with these people and because we are emotionally unwilling to like give 100% of our heart. We mm-hmm. tend to get the guys who are unwilling to give 100% of their heart. Mm, yeah. That makes sense. You know what I mean? That makes sense. I mean, eventually, I think it's all going to blow, and, like, one of these guys is going to blow me over, and I'm going to give my whole heart, and he's probably going to be the luckiest man in the world. I can guarantee it. Oh, yeah. One day. Of course. (laughs) When do you think that'll happen? I don't know. Hmm. Maybe I should set a goal. Like, if I had, you know, was relationship coaching people, I would probably have them write down the characteristics that they want Oh, in, you should do that. In the man. Like, I even just said you it. You should like, do that. I even... Because... I, absolutely, because when you can envision it... Yes, I'll tell you, because I did that. I took a relationship uh, seminar, 
and I I had to, I had two um, two lists. One list was of all of the qualities I was looking for in the person that I would want to be in a relationship with, and the other thing are my deal breakers. Mm-hmm. Um, and I when I when when I married my ex wife now. Um, she matched like a good majority of those things. Now, had I put verbal abuser on there on as like one of the my deal, deal breakers, breakers, then you would not have been. Well, but well, was, we still would have gotten married because you didn't verbally abuse me before, right? Well, it's so funny because I used to jump on people because, like, jump into a relationship because of stability, like because of what he could bring st- stability-wise in terms mm-hmm. of finances or whatever. Mm-hmm. But now it's funny because I found this thing on word porn, and it's it was like a quote from this woman, Brooke Hampton, and it just says, "I'm not waiting for a hero. I saved myself long ago. I don't need someone to complete me. I am whole alone. I just want a weirdo to go on adventures with, someone who will dance with me, kiss me when I least expect it, and make me laugh." Yes. And literally, my it's like my only prerequisite now for like the man that I'm looking for is someone who can hold his own job. Like, I'm, I don't want to take care of you. Right. I don't want you to take care of me. I just want to laugh with you and mm-hmm. be able to just have fun and feel like you're my best friend. Like, that's right. it. Yeah. Feel like I can talk to you about anything and st- like have the the... Like, genuine, like, I can talk to you about anything and I just feel really comfortable with you, but yet I want to jump your bones every right. 12 minutes. Right, yeah. That's that's all I care about. Yeah. I'm not looking for someone to save me. I'm not looking for someone to pay my mortgage. I'm not looking for... But someone that I can f- honestly feel like is my, just a huge friend, like my best friend, that I want to jump every 10 minutes. I think that's <laughs> I think that's a good goal Yeah. for, for anybody looking for somebody in your race, I think you want a friend. You want a best friend. Yeah, someone that you can trust and you can talk to about anything that and, you can, and that you know is not going to lie to you, that you know is not going to Yeah, not somebody that's going to, you know, that's got money, that's going to, you know, take you places blah 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 blah. It's like, no. Yeah, that's all you superficial sh- stuff. Like yeah, not someone is. who looks the perfect part because right. looks don't mean much either. I mean, they really don't. You know, most of the guys that I've been with have been like bodybuilding looking guys and they've been the biggest jerks you know yeah. and um not that all well, bodybuilders are jerks but like <laughs> well I, I i bet you a good majority of them are <laughs> i'm just saying and um i'm just saying really oh the good good looking men well, good looking women usually you. have no substance <clears throat> well that's not true i mean there's a no. lot of beautiful people that do but there I will are a say, lot of beautiful people that do. I will say, when I was younger, I used to, you know, I've always worked in bars and stuff up until, you know, whatever. And um, I always used to hang out with, like, all these, we would wear little clothes and go out and da-da-da, you know. And it was funny because um, I never really cared how I looked. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I like to dress up. I would dress sexy when I had time, but there were times when I'd go to the clubs with these girls and I used to hang out with a gaggle of them and they'd get all dolled up in their flipping heels. And there were days that I would totally get dolled up in my heels. And then there were days that I'd show up in overalls and a freaking bandana. <laughs> and I swear to God, the days that I'd go out and I had like my bandana on and my, my overalls. I remember specifically going out one day I was in overalls because I just got off work. I mm-hmm. put a bandana on my head because I had to wear a hat to work at that point. Yeah. Because it was Fridays when they had to wear hats and stuff. Yeah. So I'm like, my hair looks like hell. I'm going <laughs> to stick my hair up in a bandana, put some overalls on, 
yeah. and go out to this nightclub, right? I go out, and all these girls, as pretty as they were, but they they were, like, so concerned about the way they looked and how young they were. It's and so let's talk fake. about this, and we're going to have drinks. It's fake. And then I sat there in the corner, and I think I ended up with, like, four numbers that night of different guys. And I even had one guy say, say they're really cute. Like, I'd take them home to bang them. That's a really good bang. I'd like to talk to you. Right. I'd like to get to know you. Like, let's go out. Like, I actually want to take you out and, like, date you. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. And you were I think real. that's because it's real. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I, but sometimes I think being real in this world today is like, can be kind of scary because so many people are it's true. kind of going for the superficial. Nowadays. But that's why you have to, you, you have to go, just Which do it. Which is why I think I'm, I'm, keep myself unavailable because it's like I realize so many people now are just looking for the superficial yeah yeah how does someone make them look you know true does someone dress up pretty are they younger are they whatever Mm -hmm. I'm looking for a sugar mama that's what I'm looking for (laughs) I've been wanting a sugar mama for such a long time there has to be one out there for me yeah there has to be there's gotta be I just want a woman that's around 65 years old. We do not have to have sex. 65? Because I'm not having sex with a 65-year-old woman. Okay. But I want her to have lots of money, and I will be her arm candy. <laughs> we'll I just go it. places. And, so, you guys, whoever's listening to the Icky Lousy Junkie Life Showdown, if there's any sugar mama out there willing to take on Jamie Black, he's here. He's send waiting for you. Send us an email, IckyLousyJunkie at gmail.com. Send an email and one of your inappropriate pics, and I'm sure... <laughs> No, not an inappropriate pick. <laughs> I don't want to see an inappropriate pick of a 65-year-old woman. I'm just woman. kidding. Have I just started something, maybe? No. 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 I'm just kidding. Just send a very nice... And don't send a, uh, one of those glamour photos, either. No. Because those are... No, I need to see a real photo of you. Be authentic, right? Oh, it was so funny, because one of the guys that I work with, my coach, uh, teacher with me when I, when I train... Um, he went on a date last weekend. It was kind of funny. And he met the woman on Tinder. And, you know, she looks really cute. And he's like, <laughs> I asked him how his date went on Monday. I'm like, so how'd your date go? He's like, Ange, I swear to God. He's like, you know, I got to start looking at how women are taking pictures. You know, if they take them high up. <laughs> oh, they take them high up. It makes you look skinnier and blah, 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 blah. He's yep. like, I felt like I was out to dinner with my aunt. He's like, and, uh <laughs> You know, he's like, he's like, she was wearing an outfit that was all flowy. It made her look bigger. She was definitely bigger, you know, all this stuff. And he was, he was like, it was really upsetting. He's like, and I'm not a jerk. Like, I don't need you to be like a size zero or a size four. But, you know, if you're going to make yourself look a certain way in a picture, at least look like your picture when I'm taking, you know, go out on a date. Because there's got to be something there. We talked about those Tinder photos. We did talk about those Tinder photos. In a really early episode. Exactly. Just take a real photo. Just take a real photo. Be yourself. Just be yourself. You know? And and here's the thing. If you're always, you know, if you're, and this is just me as a coach for people who, and and I'm probably coaching myself right now as well, with people who are always um, going with uncommitted guys and getting involved with men who have, wives or girlfriends so that you don't have to deal with the commitment and then be hurt, right? We have to ask ourselves, is that really what you want? And if so, well, then what was the hurt that made you think that that's all you deserve? Right. And then work on that first. And then write down what you think. You know, what's your story? And how can we reframe that story? Right. And make Find you out think when about it started. when did it start? And then reframe your thoughts. Is that the story that you want? 
Because deep down, because, you know, I know just from my own, and I don't know how this person feels, the one that wrote that, I always get involved. I know deep down, I don't want to be with an unemotional man, an emotionally unavailable. I want love, you know? Mm -hmm. I want to be in a really happy, like, loving, full of fun and laughter. and Like, I totally want that, you know? But something in my head stops me where I don't really believe it can happen and you've got to figure out why do you believe that's not happen that won't happen and what do you need to believe you know what do you need to do to make sure that happens right like do you have to let your guard down a little bit and how are you going to do that and you know write it down what do you want exactly Mm -hmm. and then don't stop until you get it yes and also write your deal breakers too yeah and stick to it Absolutely. Don't go, oh, well, he's got one of my deal breakers, but that's okay. I'll settle. I'll settle. <laughs> See, there's another point to settle. I'll settle. I mean, I don't like it, but, you know, it could be. Exactly. Settling. You know, and, and it's all because, you know, we think we can't get exactly what we want. Yes, you can. Or you can we get think exactly we're going to be alone. Alone. And, and you so know what? we settle for whatever's for there. For whatever's there. And yeah. you know what? And that's the emotionally unavailable people, right? We'll settle for them because they're like, ah, fuck it. I don't care. I'll just do whatever. But like, why can't you have everything you want in a relationship? You can. You can. Go right? get it. And go get it. And stop making yourself a second class citizen, pretty much. Like a second class, like a second rate thing. <laughs> what am I saying? I don't know. I don't either. <laughs> I'm tired. But you know what? When you're, like I said, but when you settle and you, you're sitting here with emotionally unavailable people or you're with commitment, you know, all this stuff, like, what do you think they're going to be better for you? You know what I'm saying? Right. Well, but that's probably the point because they don't, they're afraid to make a commitment. They know they can't make a commitment. So, perfect. Yeah. But it's drama. Yeah. And it's not the kind of relationship that you deserve. Nobody really deserves a relationship that's full of drama. No. All the time. No. You deserve a nice, peaceful relationship. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I mean, you know, emotionally unavailable people tend to lie and they tend to use and they, t- you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. it's it's like you deserve a relationship of pure peace. Pure love, peace. Happiness. Someone who just makes you feel damn good about yourself instead makes you of laugh. someone who's constantly making you second guess and question yourself. Right. And make you feel like you're less than. Like you're less than. Absolutely. That's not good. That's not good, That's right? That's not good. So, um, my particular niche, as a matter of fact, is helping people get out of toxic relationships. Mm-hmm. All right? Um, so, if you're somebody who would like some coaching on toxic relationships. Where um, would they write? Well, they would write me at sparkingyourbrilliance at gmail.com. Okay. As a matter of fact, my partner Tio and I are getting a women's group, both um, a live women's group where they can meet and then a online women's group where we'll have a virtual group meeting okay. uh, once a week. And if you are someone So you don't who, help men? Well, women and men, you know, it just okay. kind of depends. It seems like more women have been wanting oh, sure. the group. So I just kind of default to saying that. But yes, so groups for people who are looking to better their relationships um, and get coaching on that, sparkingyourbrilliance at gmail.com. And if you know of anybody or you yourself have made some questionable life choices and uh, you would like for us to talk about it, 
write to us at IckyLousyJunkie at gmail.com. That's right. We will share your story with our listeners, and we will do it anonymously. Oh, yeah. And we will laugh, cry, learn, and grow from it. (laughs) And you can stop beating yourself up over it. Exactly. And just tell us about it. And tell your friends to listen to the podcast. Subscribe. Subscribe. On iTunes. And rate us and review us. That's right. And share the podcast with a friend. In fact, right now, share the podcast with a friend. Right now, I want you to go to the podcast app. I want you to find our podcast, Iggy Lousy Junkie Life Showdown. I want you to hit the share button and then send it to two of your friends. Ooh, it's a challenge. It's a challenge. That's right. And when you do, I need you to post it on our Facebook page that, that you you've did done it. it. Yes. That's right. That's Icky right. Lousy Junkie Life Showdown. On Facebook. On Facebook. We're expecting to hear from you people. There should be a lot of you now. Yeah. 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 From what yeah. I'm assuming, from what I hear, people are saying. Yeah. People say they, they really like the podcast. They do. And we really like them. Exactly. So if they really like it, they should tell other people. And they should share it with yeah. all the people that they know. Yeah. That's what sure. I think, Jamie. That's what I think too, Angela. All right. Thanks so much. Thank you. This has been the Icky Lousy Junkie Life Showdown. I'm Jamie Black. And I'm Angela DeMarco. Have a great life. Have a great life. Thank you.